What's up, Abundant Babe? I'm so glad you found your way here. You're in the right place for the highest of vibes, the silliest of laughs, and the best of the bunch. All things related to spiritual entrepreneurship and creating holistic success. This is your host, Viola Hug, a coach for women who desire to have it all, alignment, wealth, impact, and joy. Come find me at Viola Hug on Instagram, join my free Abundant Babes group on Facebook, or grab a copy of my best-selling book, You Are an Abundant Babe, on Amazon. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome back to the Abundant Babes podcast. Thank you for choosing to be here again, and if this is the first time you're ever tuning in, what's up? Hello, welcome to all the abundance and awesome vibes. Today on the podcast, I'm so excited to be bringing back another guest. We love it when there's return guests because we always know it's like extra juicy content to come basically because they're already like familiar with the vibe of the podcast. Today I'm bringing back Michaela Lloyd. Hey, Michaela. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) Awesome to have you back. If you haven't listened to Michaela's first episode and you want to dive into that, we talked about a whole bunch of things like unapologetically loving yourself and like, I don't know, all sorts of awesomeness. Um, that was back. Never mention it again. Sorry? I'll never mention it again. Spoiler (laughs) alert. I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely will. Um, it was about six months ago. Anyway, it came out like October, November, December. I don't know. Michaela was super pregnant. I was super very at the start of my pregnancy throwing up all day. (laughs) So it was a good time. Um, And today she is back and we're diving into some really fun things, talking more about this like connection between loving your body, using your mind, like feeling good in your mind and your body and all the things. And I'm excited to see where this conversation goes. But um, what do you feel like sharing with us to introduce yourself in case the audience listening right now has never heard of you before? So the thing about me is that I kind of, it's my belief that as we are in any given moment is good enough. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't try. I'm not saying we shouldn't put on a mascara if we don't feel like it. But here I am. I've literally just woken up. I've been up many times in the night. My hair's greasy. My partner's just made me a cup of coffee. I'm clinging onto it for dear life. And I know with every fiber of my being, this is going to be an amazing conversation. And that when we show up and our hearts are open and our minds are open and our intent is love, that magic happens. Mm -hmm. Like we don't need to try to be better or different because we are made with special stuff. Like we all have something unique and special within us and not everyone's going to get it. Not everyone's supposed to get it. We're supposed to learn through polarity and differences and it's safe for us to own who the fuck we are. So Everything I kind of do is premised off that fact. I tried for a very, very, very long time to get things perfect, knowing that I was dealing with a lot of stuff which was not perfect. You know, you can't look out there in the media and see a very specific type of beauty. And then I would look at my crooked teeth and my weird knees and all this kind of stuff and stuff that you can't change except without a very, very good and expensive optometrist, which I could not be bothered doing. (laughs) And so for me, it all became about actually just accepting that who I am was enough. And it's really awesome because when that happens, 
there is so much spaciousness in life. Like those things that I thought I would feel once I got the ideal body or once I got the ideal relationship or once I got the ideal job, I realized that I'd just been depriving myself of all that stuff that was there ready because I'd been telling myself I wasn't worthy. So Mm. let's be done with that bullshit. Life's too short for that. And we as women are not just here to be pretty. We're here to be powerful. So Mm. I'm sick of us excusing ourselves from being powerful because we're like "Eh, I'm not worthy it's like come on sweetheart put on your big pants like (laughs) we are badass so that's what I will say (laughs) freaking yes I love it and um I feel like both of us like we've had conversations about this but and by the way to those of you listening Michaela and I are also like friends like we've known each other in real life get that people in real life we've even met we've hugged and all the things um for like quite a lot of years now I think so Mm. I like know Michaela like a little bit um better she's from New Zealand if you can't tell by our accent um and I've like seen this transition within her but like one of the things we were recently talking about is um how powerful we are like after going through birth and I don't think you have to go through birth to understand that but for me like I'm I think people might even get sick of me saying this all the time but I'm so obsessed with the birth and like pregnancy process like I cannot get over that your body without you doing squat like once the conceptions happened like your body just builds a human it's just like I created this and then you're as you birth you channel a soul into existence like I just can't even talk Mm. about magic (laughs) it's incredible and especially because throughout the birth process oh sorry throughout the pregnancy process all we would doing was really supporting and nourishing our own bodies Mm -hmm. and in doing that life took care of everything else like while I was just chilling on the couch eating some chips like he was developing a heart and he was developing a brain and Mm. he was just growing and we didn't have to do anything and I've seen this message over and over again but especially since being pregnant just how much life can support us when we relax and when we release and when we trust and how actually when we're trying to control things with our mind we're actually slowing down our manifestations because we're trying to micromanage everything um Mm -hmm. and birth for me is just such a powerful reminder that we don't have to do everything ourselves and things will still work out Mm, totally preach and I love the conversation of magic because we are also both Harry Potter nerds I mean like I think this is where a lot of like your analogies and stuff come in with your work which I just so love um, but one of the things that I also think is like really cool and interesting about your journey. And like I said before, we've known each other for a while is like you from the outside, you've always been like exactly like empowering women, loving women, you are good enough vibe, but you talk a lot about your journey about how, although you kind of believe that intellectually, like it wasn't like you weren't connected with that in terms of yourself. Like, can you talk to us a little bit more about that and like how, um, you help your clients or how people might experience yeah. this like disconnect, you know, where it's like they believe it, but they don't really believe it. Yeah. And there are layers to us, right? So there's been a part of me, a strong part of me for my whole entire life that's known that I was good enough and known that I'm entitled to be as I am. That's true. And then there are layers. So for me, I always had the best things to say to my friends. They would always come to me for advice long before I certified as a coach. Like that's what I was doing. That's what I've done my whole life anyway. And the advice that I would give to friends, I found it really hard to take on board myself. You know, you can see someone so objectively, but when you're in your own head, 
our mind has all the more ammunition to tell us why we're not deserving of love. Mm -hmm. So your mind forgets how your friend got really drunk and said some really stupid things a few years ago. But when you're in the moment, your mind doesn't let you forget when you got drunk and did something really, really stupid. Mm -hmm. Our mind has so much ammunition on us and it reminds us in any given moment when we're trying to grow and expand of all the ways that we've been stuck before. And so for me, it's definitely been a process over the course of my life. Um, It started with this amazing book, which just made me aware that I was thinking all day, every day, that I wasn't experiencing life as it, as it was, but everything that I experienced had this buffer zone of personal thought. And when I realized that, and I realized that my feelings were physiological responses to the thoughts I personally was thinking, which of course was conditioned into me, like of course, so much programming around from our society and from my parents and from school and from all the things. But I had this sense of personal power that I've never had before when I realized that I was actually completely in control of the meaning I made of life and how I felt in life. And it's been really cool because I learned that a long time ago. I learned that when I was 21, I've just turned 30 now, hello. And it's taken me a really, really, really long time to know it. Mm -hmm. And there are still some times where I forget because we're human and sort of healing and learning happens in spirals. But for me, it was one thing where I just realized that I felt like a bit of a fraud because on one level, I knew that I was good enough. I knew that my worth as a woman and as a human was completely irrelevant to how my body looked. And so I said that, I told my friends that, I would post that on Facebook. And when I was getting naked in front of a guy I liked, or when it was summer at midday and the sunlight was bouncing off my ass, like I didn't feel that. Like I knew that in my head, but when I was actually in the moment, it didn't change how I felt about myself. And I got sick of it. I was just like, this is so stupid that I can give love to everyone else genuinely and believe the best in other people genuinely. And I don't feel it for myself. And it was a layered journey, but when you really know it, it's hard to forget. And I found for me, actually, falling in love was one of the most transformative and healing things for me. And I know that we shouldn't put our power outside of ourselves, but at the same time, I realized a lot of the vices I've had in my life was seeking that sense of connection and that sense of love. Mm -hmm. And I did a lot of work around relationships and love while I was single. I was single for four years before meeting my partner, went on plenty of dates, almost got RSI from Tinder, but (laughs) we like, (laughs) um, I did a lot of healing in that time. And I realized for me as a person, like it's kind of like I could do about 80% of my healing by myself in my room, you know, like in my journals. And then at the end of the day, there was this part that I could only actually heal when I got in the ring and when I was willing to be vulnerable and when I was willing to be exposed and when I was willing to have someone mirror my crapness back to me, but also mirror my brilliance back to me and love me the whole time. Mm. And for me, that's probably been the most transformative thing. I would probably even say for me, even more than motherhood, just because that's sort of where my personal dharma is and with that intimate ooey gooey love. Um, And for me, motherhood's been really affirming. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, all that work I did, like, yes, this feels like I want it to feel. For me, motherhood's been like the prize. And yeah, falling in love 
was when I got back in the ring and it's just, it's the most healing thing when there's someone that you know that they're only choosing one person and they choose you and they really see you and they really know you and they know that crap you did three years ago. Like they, they understand what you've done. They understand where you've been. They understand when you're feeling scared or when you're uncertain or when you're feeling clingy and they're on board with it. Like mm-hmm. they can see you and they know that anytime we have those little human wobbles, that that doesn't detract from your brilliance. And that for me is the most healing thing. Like that for me, like when I was 11 and decided to go to Catholic school, that's what I was looking for. That sense of love and that sense of trust that we are completely taken care of and it's safe to relax. Mm. Um, it's kind of like your, your, it's like your human experience of the universe, you know, like that support that you get from the universe, but it's your human version of it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And they've got penises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh God. Um, so, okay. I love this, exp- this conversation as well, because I actually so resonate because uh, I actually had a really similar experience with meeting Nick um and i the point that i really love that you made it's like you can do so much on your own but you really experiences experience it when you're in the ring and i think that's like so true to be said about any of the personal growth that we have because what you learn behind the curtain um you only really know if you've learned it if you can still like apply it and and be living it when you are in front of the curtain like on the stage mm-hmm. and um that's, I think, sometimes as well what trips us up in so many places is like when we talk about, um, I don't know, like emotional intelligence, right? Whether we talk about emotional intelligence in business or in relationships or whatever, like we can be, we can keep our cool in some circumstances, but then in others, they still really, really trigger us. And it's like, that's where the work is. That's where the work for us is. That's where the next level is available. Um, and like I've said this before as well, like, I don't think we ever get to a point where we just don't have um, limiting thoughts anymore, where you don't have like old thoughts creep in. But the point is, is it's not to not feel those things, but it's not to buy into them. It's to notice them, to acknowledge them if they, if they're coming up for healing, if they're coming up for reflecting something back to us, if they're coming up just to be like, Hey, remember me? (laughs) Yeah, I do. But thanks, but no thanks, you know, Um, if they're coming up for whatever reason, it's like, sure, acknowledge them, but don't, live your life based on them like you have new beliefs now like you have a new way to lead yourself and when we get caught up in those stories I used to think that the reason why they were coming to my attention was because I was meant to listen to them that there was some wisdom Mm -hmm. and some guidance there and thought oh I'm on the wrong track you know I need to follow and examine this thought and now like and it's not to say that I'm not human and that sometimes I don't get properly snagged by those thoughts, but my bounce back time is a whole lot quicker. And now I realize that those thoughts can come up for us to feel and for us to transmute. Um, because I really know now that emotions are medicine. It's like emotions are these personally designed forms of medicine that actually like transmute and transform us on a cellular level. So they like, they take us where we need to go. Mm. And I used to think that they were supposed to change our actions. And sometimes sure, sometimes we're not in alignment and we need to make changes. But I've realized now that 
Um, and especially in the launch for Mind Body Magic, which is my first group coaching program, whatever, but my first offering after being maternity leave, it's really made me appreciate how these things can come up and when we're open to them and we keep our heart open to them and we don't make them mean something sinister or make us feel like we're off track, but we can just be with them. Life is actually trying to grow us in the way that we want to grow. It's like mm -hmm. with my little boy, his whole nature, since he's been born, he's had focus. He's had intent. His little legs move. Like he is growing. I don't know if he's con consciously trying to do it, but whatever magic he's made of, like all I'm here to do is nurture him and basically be like a sheepdog and make sure he doesn't like run into mm -hmm. sharp objects. Like he's growing himself. And it's the same with us. Like when we're actually open to it, even though we think that just because our visions came to us in our mind, somehow that they're in control. But I've realized like, oh no, like when we're actually in alignment with our desires, life is making it happen. We do not need to be in the driver's seat. Like we can be in the back seat with our feet up, you know, like resting <laughs> windows down because when we let it happen, like life is moving us anyway. Like life will keep making our hair grow. It will keep making our heart beat and it will keep making our dreams come true if we keep it at the forefront of our mind. And I've realized something recently is that like I got really down on myself a few years ago for just becoming really dependent on some unhealthy vices. And the message has been coming up for me lately, like, cause I sort of lost a little bit of faith in myself and faith in life. Like I, it was like when you experience that mm -hmm. density and you're like, Oh, I thought everything was magic and rainbows. And now like Ugh, mm. everything's shitty and crap. <laughs> and I was just like, Oh my gosh, life has always been giving me exactly what I want. Like life has always been giving me exactly what I ask for. And now is no different. It's just that a few years ago, what I genuinely wanted was to get high and retreat. Like what I genuinely wanted was to be alone in my room or to be alone in nature and just with myself. And so my life, like I created a life unconsciously where I could do more of that and where I could have more of that. So of course other things fell by the wayside, but life was always giving me exactly what I wanted. Like what I really wanted in my heart of hearts and what I really wanted in my heart of hearts was to escape. Mm. And wants to just feel warm, good and fuzzy without having to do anything in my life to sort of, to work for it or to, to sort of align with it. And now I'm just like, oh, I don't need to keep rehashing why I did what I did. I was just getting what I wanted from life. Mm. And now what I want is so fundamentally different and life is just as willing and able as it's ever been to give me what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's like, one, the, I love what you said about emotions. Um, and Milo might come join us soon if you guys can hear crying in the background. <laughs> He's hungry, I think. <laughs> but um, I love what you said about emotions. And for those of you listening, Michaela is an emotional authority in human design. So she knows what's up when it comes to emotions. <laughs> um, and then um, it's like that whole thing. It's like really, even if we don't admit it to ourselves, we do get what we want in life. We get what we're willing to settle for. We get what we're wanting to experience, like that whole thing. And then, but what's also so cool is like, I feel like there's such a greater plan to our life that we don't even really understand because also that holds a piece of magic for 
the next stage, the next level that you're going to experience as well. You know, like when I think about when I was like a broke AF, I'm like, it's not that I, in my mind, I was ever just like, I want to be broke, but you know, like whatever circumstances led me there. And I did always want to have a powerful story and did want to have, be able to shift people dramatically, you know, and you know what, I have a pretty powerful story now. (laughs) So maybe I did, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, I think it's such an important thing to remember that we we can and we will and are always able to receive in life what we really, truly, truly want. Um, I would love for you to talk to me a little bit more about mind body magic. Like what's the what's the vibe of that and what inspired you to start it and what's it all about? So I'm the vibe of mind body magic. <laughs> and it's yes. it's going to be really amazing because I realize like in my maternity period. I've been watching so much RuPaul's Drag Race and it often just, like, it gives me life. Like, there's something that happens on a deep cellular level when I watch it. I just feel so empowered and I love it. I love it too. Like, I just see the fun in it. Like, this is so amazing. Yeah. And when it came to doing my next coaching offering, I was just like, I want to do some dry ass program. Like, I don't want to say, like, I've got this coaching program. I'm like, I want it to be an extravaganza. I want it to be fun because I know that healing and transformation and moving through these blockages and these limitations and these stories of who we've been, it can be fun. Like, of course, it can feel icky and sticky. And it, like, I believe it should. Like, I believe that there are points when it's right for it to feel a bit dense. But we also don't need to take it so seriously. And mind-body magic are for those women that they know on a deeper level they are powerful, they know they have a purpose, but if they're honest with themselves, they spend so much time and energy up in their head thinking about their body and thinking about what other people think about their body and second guessing what their partner or their future partner thinks about their ass and what their cellulite looks like. And, you know, you have all the best information for your friends. You genuinely believe in their beauty. You genuinely believe that that dickhead would have been lucky to have him. But when it comes to you, your mood is totally determined by what the scales say. You know, you spend so much time thinking about going to the gym or thinking about how you should be at the gym or what you should be doing at the gym next. And I'm not talking to anyone. I'm not like, I'm not calling anyone out. I am speaking to a part of me probably about five years ago, I would say, this was me and I knew better. And yet my whole life was consumed by my weight. My whole life was consumed by how much my thighs rubbed together. It was what I constantly thought about. And Mm -hmm. I never wanted to admit that because I knew better. Like as Mm -hmm. a strong feminist woman, I knew that my worth was completely irrelevant to how I looked. I knew that my friends were so valuable, regardless of what their size were, or regardless of how crooked their teeth were. That was always a big story for me. And yet, I just didn't feel it. And so I got to a point where I was just like, fuck it. I can't keep depriving myself of so much life. And I didn't realize that I would find my purpose on the other side of it. Cause the truth was, is that I've always been this person, just like you, you know, like when I met you four or five years ago, whenever it was, you were this person. It's just mm-hmm. that, you know, obviously you've, you've made these tweaks, you've got these different boundaries, you've got these different standards, but you've always been fucking awesome. You know, you've always been a light. You've always been radiant. You've always been fun. You've always been hashtag goals. It was just in a different way. And I was the same. And I just, I realized that I was spending so much time consumed 
with my own self-development and it was always around my body, even when I didn't want to admit it was, that I couldn't see my greater purpose outside of that because I was so fucking exhausted from interval sprints on the treadmill. Like, (laughs) you know, like actually I couldn't, I didn't have the capacity to serve other people or to be the person I came here to be because I was depleted and I was in my head thinking of my next move to become perfect. And when this program idea came to me, I resisted it because there was still a part of me and it came to me a long time ago there was still a part of me that thought to talk about body image is a superficial issue and I'm a strong powerful woman so I should be talking about the real stuff and I was just like fuck girlfriend like this is the real stuff like this is the real stuff Mm-hmm. Like there's a reason why Rachel Hollis has the most amazing company and is such a powerhouse and body image is something that always snacks her. Like this is real. Mm-hmm. We have so much indoctrination as women around how our body ought to be mm-hmm. in order to be beautiful. We have so much value as a society tied into female appearance. This is a core primal issue. Like yeah. this is root shit. And I realized that, that oh, there are just so many amazing women in my sphere that are fucking apologizing. Like, cause I didn't realize that when we don't feel good in our bodies, energetically and unconsciously, we're apologizing for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So when we're in the room, uh, like people won't even be able to consciously know that it's happening, but on some level we are communicating to their unconscious that we are not good enough mm-hmm. because you know, our shoulders will be slightly slumped forward. Our head will be back. I used to position my body in ways that I thought would be more appealing to other people. So I wasn't taking up space fully. And so what that means is that on a dynamic level, we attract people into our life that feel really good when they're around other people that don't feel good. Like we, we attract people that sort of their chest puff up and they feel more proud when they're around people that are downtrodden. So it's like this sort of victim abuser mentality sort of comes into play and we can know better consciously but it's really really important that we understand what we're actually dealing with under the hood and so when it came to the other side of maternity leave and I still had this program on my heart I was just like I know that now is the time because there are so many beautiful people in my life that I can and especially I'm a projector in human design so like I can see your brilliance like Mm -hmm. I can see it from a freaking mile away But like, I can think of like 20 women off the top of my head in my life that are around my sphere that I love and that they're amazing. And the only thing that's stopping them from being the badass motherfucker they came here to be is the fact that they don't own it. That's Mm -hmm. the only thing, like literally the only thing they're in the relationships they could be in that they would feel freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. But even with the right person, it doesn't feel the way they want it to feel because they're withholding love for fear that they'll give away their power or the person will leave them or they'll get comfortable, gain a few kilos and the person won't be attracted to them. Like life around them is being kind, but when we're not being kind to ourselves, we deprive ourselves of so much love and so much affection. So I was just like, these are some smart bitches, mm-hmm. you know, like these are some smart women and I'm not going to lie to them. I'm going to tell them like, yeah, I'm going to call you on your shit, but it can also be fun because they're not broken. They're perfect. 
they're exactly as they need to be. The only difference is they need to recognize it. Mm -hmm. So, and when they do, and they give themselves permission to be themselves like out loud on high, like Mm -hmm. full vibrancy, that's magic. Like that is literal, actual magic. Yeah. So that's the tea that I just spilled all. Oh my God. It was so good. There was like, like I kept wanting to be like, oh my God, yes. And like comment on like every point you made, because I think it is so true. It's like, regardless of, and even if you already feel like you're pursuing your purpose, you know what I mean? There's a whole other level that you don't even know because it's like, I like when I first first started my business some people know this like the first program I ever did was called you glow girl and the idea of it was actually it was a health program but I wanted to do health because I knew it was the foundation for our manifestations because it's like our physical body sets the vibrational tone and our thoughts are the way we feel about ourselves sets like a a vibration to our body as well and I think it's just like so crazy how you've really been able to like pinpoint this this um aspect of reaching those next levels of seeing ourselves more fully of being available more fully in the world because um you're right like it is deep rooted stuff that everyone goes through on some level and it's like when we talk about personal growth we need to grow in all areas we need to be more aware of how we're treating our body health-wise we need to be aware of how we're treating our mind we need to be aware of the relationships we need to be aware of our relationship with money like all of the things are important for ultimate, like the best life ever. Right. Um, and I also love like, cause I speak so much about like really following spirit in terms of like what, how we're meant to lead. And this is so perfect, which is no doubt why it's being received so well. But, um, if people are interested in connecting with you or learning more about mind, body magic, or, you know, just being in your vibe, how can they find you and get in touch with you? So come on over to my Facebook or my Instagram. So I'm Michaela Lloyd on both platforms. Um, I've also got a podcast, Pays to View podcast. But Facebook and Instagram is definitely where you'll get the most love, where you'll get the juicy, juicy deets. Mm-hmm. Um, and just come talk to me. Come talk to me about it because I know that it can be pretty confronting. Like I know that there are people that when they first hear it, they're like, yeah, that sounds amazing. But like, oh God, then I'd have to admit it out loud to myself that it's <laughs> problem like oh what if my friends ask me what I'm doing and then I have to admit that I'm doing a course about self-love but this is legit you know like this is where we all start and on some level self-worth is the difference maker in any area of our life like self-worth is how we get really strong personal boundaries Mm -hmm. because we can have an amazing business, but if we don't have that deep level of self-worth, then we will always have energetic leakages and always have these yeah. ways that we're draining ourselves of our sense of power. Obviously got to throw a blockage. Um, <laughs> but actually, no, it's just me talking too much and I'm choking on my own saliva. Good times. Um, <laughs> this is not a superficial issue. This is an issue that the strong, badass, intelligent woman of this generation deal with. It's cool. It's all good. Um, and so just come and have a conversation with me about it. It's 13 weeks. It's going to be real good. And the best thing about it being a group coaching container vibe is that you get to see the beauty and brilliance of these other people that deal with the same shit you do. And when you can see it so clearly in them, it's so much easier to understand that it's there for us as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so come and talk to me about it. It's literally going to be the best thing you've ever done. Better than your letter to Hogwarts. (laughs) Yes, totally. All right. So I am 
obviously going to have those links in the show notes uh, for anyone who wants to connect with Michaela on Instagram or Facebook. Please tag us on, um, like, take a screenshot if you love this episode. Tag us on your story. I'm at Viola Hug. You're at underscore Michaela Lloyd, right? Underscore at the end as well. Uh, and at the end. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Just to be tricky. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, let us know if you love this episode and please do reach out to Michaela, whether you're interested in learning more about mind body magic or just like connecting with her because she's freaking awesome. And she's also one of my amazing clients. I have to put that out there because she's the bomb. Um, and yeah, I cannot wait to connect with everyone who's listening on the next episode as well. And thank you so much for being here, Michaela. It was awesome.